Hi, this is John Van Fleet, Managing Editor at the Concord Monitor. I'm here with everyone's favorite granite geek, David Brooks, to discuss his column from earlier this week. Hello, Dave. Hello, John. So, tell me, why is New Hampshire sending animal teeth to Montana? Not just animal teeth, but lots of animal teeth. More than a thousand of them a year. Yeah, and they're great stuff. We've, uh, I, I, I have to... Uh, I have to give cre uh, credit to Ethan DeWitt, our state house reporter, for finding this story because he noticed this weird little contract, uh, the executive council, which is the, the, the group underneath the governor that has to approve contracts for the state, he had this one for sending animal teeth. And he said, what the heck is this? And so we looked into it. So uh, yeah, every year, and we've done this for over a decade and to a certain extent, uh, the New Hampshire pulls teeth when I say New Hampshire, what I'm actually meaning is biologists with fish and game, what New Hampshire fish and game, they pull teeth from animals that have been um, shot by hunters. So, and we're talking about bear and deer, moose, uh, and to some extent certain, um, certain other smaller animals. And they ship them out to Montana in large numbers. Uh, not just any teeth either, they've got to do certain ones, premolars in one species, and they don't, they don't pull like the big, you know, the big sharp tooth, teeth. Uh, and they ship them out to Montana, and we've been doing this for a while, and spend like 10 grand a year or something on it to do. Well, uh, according to your articles, $8,500 a year. 8500 there you go, about 10 grand. Yeah, but, yeah, so, yeah. but why Montana? Why Montana? We have my, my Montana because that is where Matson's lab is, a laboratory that's just about unique in that it analyzes these teeth. So they've set up this thing, it's been doing, they've been doing it for a while. Uh, basically, they've got all the equipment and the expertise where they grab the teeth and they cut really, really thin segments out of them and look at them under microscopes and analyze them for what we're interested in. Uh, and uh, what we're interested in is the age of the animal, mostly. Uh, it's kind of hard to tell how old a wild animal is, all right? You know, they might be all beat up, and yet they might be young because if, they've, you know, if they've had a hard life or the other way around. So one of the best ways to tell is by counting uh, basically the rings. It's sort of like the, the rings on a tree. There's layers of enamel an enamel-like substance that are built that build up every year on teeth and you can if you know what you're doing it's probably not obvious to us laymen all the time but you can count them and tell how old the animal is and the biologist uses this information as along with all the other stuff they collect so very quickly in hunting season when hunting seasons are just starting up here now for most of particularly large animals, when you've killed an animal, you have to take it to a certified weigh station or a check-in check station. And there frequently uh, it'll get weighed and examined for its health. And this is the way we keep and get a sense as to, you know, whether the, the bear population is doing well or not doing well, you know. Yeah, there's lots of bear, but they're all, like, starving to death or something like that. But part of, but you you can't, that information, the weight of a bear or, you know, it's, it's conditioned it would be different if the bear is two years old versus the bear is ten years old. So you need to know the age as well. So this is this is a way to gather that data.
keep track of. One of the biologists in your story had used the example of a moose that weighed 500 pounds and that if it was a very large baby moose, that's very that's relevant information yeah. versus a, a basically starving old moose. Right, Ex- that's exactly, exactly it. And, and moose is a good example because one of the things they've been struggling with, uh, we, we've been struggling with, is the population being hurt by, by the ticks tick infestation up north and a lot of and that alters their their weight and really kills them from anemia so yeah definitely so so but then we uh, the state used to do some of this itself uh, and basically found that it was cheaper easier and better to attend at the specialists that for weirdly enough have developed this niche uh, industry out in a tiny uh, a town not all the tiny but small town in Montana with a wonderful name of Manhattan so they send it to Manhattan but it's Manhattan Montana so it sounds like an amazing place so uh, if I or someone wants to go there can we go to this lab well I asked them that and 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 yes you can they're not really like set up for tourists because I mean it's not exactly you know on the midst of a big tourist route, but yeah, they have school groups there, and they have some like you know teeth stuff, and some of the people who work there like use the teeth because you know once you've done the carving and, and you've done samples from it, so you get the age, you got this tooth sitting around, so they turn them into jewelry and stuff. So maybe you can go there, you know, buy a a, a bear premolar necklace for your loved ones. That sounds lovely. It does. All right. Well, thank you, Dave. You bet. Fascinating as usual. <laughs> You can learn more about the reviews at ConcordMonitor.com, and you can see all the Granite Geek columns and related stories at GraniteGeek.org. And this wonderful podcast, you can subscribe to it so you won't miss any of them at uh, Stitcher and Google Music and Podbean and good old iTunes. And you should know, the theme music for this podcast is Little Smartphone People by the Spied Kids. Thank you. <laughs>